weekly message from Encounter, where your past has no future and hope is reborn. Here is today's special guest speaker. to present to you a challenge. If you have your Bibles, take it to Acts, the first chapter, verses 11 and 12. The sermon the Lord has given me today is called The Witnesses. Hallelujah. The Word of God says in Acts 1, 11 through 12, it says, that's 11 through, my apologies. That, that should be 10 through 11, my bad. Um, it says 10 through 11, it says, And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye, ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you unto heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Let us pray. Fathers, we come before your presence this morning. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to bind together in one mind and one accord and pray for this nation. I pray that you would touch the word that which you have spoken to me this week. I pray, Father God, that I would get out of the way and you like your word will light the path. I pray you touch every heart that's in this room, everyone that hears this on uh, Facebook. I pray, Father God, that, they put, that you would prepare their hearts to hear your word and let your word do what it always does. It changes who we are for those who are listening. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, the righteous, amen. Today I want to present you a challenge as we, as we have approached a perilous time in our country, uh, it is time that our church would rise up and fill the gap. Can someone say amen to that? What does that mean, fill the gap? All right. That means there's, there, there, there's, uh, there's a cliff right here, all right? There, there's a cliff right here, all right? And I got to jump to over there. Now, I tell you, when I was 15, Aaron, jumping here to there, dude, I could do that backwards. I could probably flip in the air, take a, take a quick stop so someone could take a picture of me, and I could, I could drop over there. Now, as I jump, my foot, because I can't really jump that high, would probably hit this right here, and i go, boom, I'd fall on my face, okay? I know you guys wouldn't do that, but that's probably what I would do, all right? But, but filling the gap means there's, there's a void here. And if someone doesn't fill it up, then what needs to get from here to go to here can't happen. It just stays stale. It's like having that, that bread, all right? And you, you know that it's been on the shelf for a couple weeks. You know it, okay? Because, dude, you haven't been to the grocery store, all right? And it's sitting there, and you touch it. And Kevin, you go, feels a little hard to me, all right? But, but, but maybe I'm that hungry that I'll eat it anyway. You know what I'll do? I'll toast it, all right? Because see, if I toast the bread, 
right? Carol, she's shaking her head like she's done it before. She, to- she toasts the bread, all right? And so you no longer have to worry if it's stale because it's hard either way, right? I don't know how in the world I got on that, okay? But anyway, all right? So, <laughs> so, so you, you, are, you need to go from here to there. I know I was going at that. And, and you just get stale, and nothing happens, right? And you have to make things up like I just made up that Carol would eat a stale. <laughs> you have to make things up, and that's what happens, okay? And so, but God doesn't want that. Can someone say amen? He wants that. He wants the, ooh, hallelujah. He wants the blessings to flow, right? He wants it to flow. And what happens is that you are the chosen one. What? God chose me? Yeah. He chose you to stand in that gap. So his blessing, because you are a child of God, hallelujah, his blessing can go from here to there because the ones over here are dying. They're dying. They need to hear the word of God. They need that refreshing. They they need to feel his spirit. Have you ever been in a position in your life where you just needed to hear from God? Can someone say amen? Am I the only one in the house that wakes up in the morning sometimes to God? I just need to hear from you today. I just need, I just need to feel you in my life. It's okay to feel that way. But see, he answers our prayer, and he meets us where our needs are at. Can someone say amen? He does. So he wants us to feel that gap. So my challenge to you today is this. We love the Word of God when it makes us happy, right? We love it when it says, God loves you. Who doesn't like that? And really, honestly, I love our pastor where he says this. He says that if people could actually understand how much God loves you, everything else doesn't matter. Listen, if you know that God loves you, then you're not worried about what you're eating tomorrow. If you know that God loves you, you're, you're, you're not worried about how you're going to pay that bill that you don't seem you can have the money for right now. If, if, if you know that God loves you, he knows that he's not going to just have you be alone. He's got, he's, got a, he's got a plan for your life if you know it. So I, I, would ask, I would beg you today, look at that and look at the word. He loves you, and we love that part of it. We, we also love where it says that blessed are they that trust in him. Hallelujah. I love that verse in Jeremiah. Uh, isn't that wonderful? You're blessed because you just trust in him. Uh, we love where it says that though they who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. You know, you know there was a time that that didn't happen? That's actually a prophecy in Joel. You know, you know when, when Peter stood up uh, in Acts and he says, this is that spoken by the prophet Joel, that your sons and daughters shall prophesy, yada, yada, yada. Well, the, the verse right after that says this, and those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. What does that mean? Well, that means back in Joel's time, it didn't happen. You could call the name of the Lord, 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 and he's not hearing you, you, you. And I know sometimes you might feel that right now. But can I tell you, the, hallelujah, the word of God is true. Can someone say amen? That means 
if you call upon his name again, yes, you've sinned again, you failed again, you made a mistake again, it don't matter. You call upon the name of the Lord. <laughs> and Kevin, you were going to be saved. All you have to do is just ask. Ask. Now, that's a wonderful verse. Uh, let, me, let me keep on going because we've got to get someplace. <clears throat> we love where it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have eternal life. We love where it says that you cast your cares upon him, for he cares for you. And I could go on and on and on. I could spend the next hour, John, just giving scriptures that are nice and warm and fuzzy, and it makes us feel good. But I challenge you today to be God's witnesses. For you see, God's witnesses began back in Abraham when he was approaching 90 years old and God told him that his, his generations are going to bless all the earth. And yet he didn't have a boy or girl. He had nothing. He tried to help God out. Ever done that, Greg? I, I, I know you haven't. Uh, but you try to help God out and say, this, this was what God means, so I'll just help him just a little bit. You know, he's busy, man. I, I got to tell you this story. So, <clears throat> so I was talking to a Catholic. Okay? What's wrong with Catholics? Uh, they love Jesus. Uh, if, they, if they love Jesus, hallelujah, right? That's where it's at. So the guy, the guy was, he wasn't talking to me. I was just happened to be a, a moon around the atmosphere. I, I know that you guys never do that, so. But I, I did. And I was at a basketball uh, banquet, and, uh, you know, and guys were talking. And he, goes, he goes, yeah, I couldn't believe this guy. He had, he had problems with, at work, and, and he, he says, he says I, I need to talk to, to God about this. And, and the Catholic guy goes, what are you talking about? You don't need to talk to God about those minor things. We have other people can take care of that for you. St. Anthony and St. Billy Bob and, uh, you know, uh, they, they, they can uh, you just pray to them, okay? And, and my heart sunk. It really did, right? When, when, I, when there was actually a belief out there that you, you can't go to God with everything because it's a lie. It's a, it's a lie from Satan because you can you can go to him over and over and over again. And he loves you and he loves you. And he will, he will do to you just like he did to the woman who was caught in adultery. What did he do? Did he say, hey, I don't condemn you. Go have a great time. Did he say that? No. He says, he says listen, I don't condemn you. Go and sin no more. And maybe you haven't had that happen to your life where, here I am again, Lord. I failed you again. But God is faithful. And he wants you to be a witness for him. Can I tell you that it started in Abraham. And then we, talk, we, go, we go to Isaiah where he begins the prophecy of the Christ. And he says that he will be wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. Listen, if you know Jesus today, you know that's him. 
you know that in the morning when you wake up and everything, Pam, seems to be going wrong, and he breathes on your life, and suddenly <laughs> everything is better that day. Isn't that wonderful? It is. When, when the world has told you you can't have any children, it can't happen. We've looked at the counts, both you and your husband, and the counts aren't there. But yet nine months later, <laughs> a baby arrives. How did that happen? Because he's wonderful. Can someone say amen? Hallelujah. He cares about you, your, your, your own nook and crannies. He cares so much about what you need. That makes him wonderful. You know, we, we have witnesses so that the, the shepherds, not the kings, not the, not the politicians of the day, don't miss, don't miss what I'm about ready to say, but that the lowly shepherds were taking care of their flock late at night, and suddenly there was a sound from heaven and light filled the area. And they begin to speak to the, the shepherds and says, Unto you this day a child is born. Hallelujah. And he will take the sins away from his people. Can someone say amen? There was a witness there. Hallelujah. There's a witness. And then Jesus has been crucified. The, the, the world of darkness is celebrating. They're having their Friday night happiness. Oh, Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's dead. Oh, that, that guy who's been bothering us for forever, he's gone. Ha-ha. <laughs> Death's got him. <laughs> oh, but then Sunday morning came. Hallelujah. And everything changed. Hallelujah. And suddenly the ladies walked in to the open tomb. Now don't miss this. Just hours earlier, there were a battalion of Roman soldiers who had gathered around that, uh, that stone that was not rolled away. And they were there by orders of the king and if they failed, they would die to make sure that no one stole that body. Suddenly, all that strength meant nothing. And they walked into that, into that grave, and there was what there? There was two witnesses, and they were saying, why are you looking? <laughs> for the living among the dead. And they were in shining clothes. And they said, remember when he talked about this in Galilee, go and tell the others. Hallelujah. And then we have a 40 days later, we meet up in Acts, where, it's, where Jesus has just told them, they, they ran to Jesus, said, Jesus, is, is it now? Is, he, are, are, is God going to restore Israel? Because they knew the scriptures. They knew that one day that would happen. And Jesus responded. He said, listen, that time is not ours. It's God's alone. And as he, as he lift, lifted up from the earth, two men, two witnesses were there. 
saying, why do you stand here gazing? This same Jesus who left this earth shall come in like manner. Where, what are you getting at, Brother Dave? Listen, you have no problem talking about and soaking in all the, the yummy, uh, nice and warm and fuzzy word of God that makes uplift you today. And how he, he says if, uh, that if I'll just, uh, if I'll trust in him, I'll have eternal life. You like that? Uh, um, but, but what God's telling you today is that why do you stand gazing around? Hello? Why are you standing there looking toward heaven and saying, God's got to be returning. Look at how horrible this nation has turned to. Why do you keep on looking toward heaven for his return when he's asked you to be a witness? The, those were there on that day, and they witnessed and said, listen, don't look here. He's coming back. Can someone say amen? Don't miss that. Oh, hallelujah. He's going to return. I know it's been 2,000 years, and since the fathers have fell asleep, they've been saying the same thing. But I'm telling you, hallelujah, one morning or one evening, the trump of God is going to sound, and we who are alive and well, we're going to go up in the sky, and we're going to meet those who have been coming out of the grave, and together, we will go before the Lord. Can someone say amen? And everything will change. Woo, hallelujah. It'll be a pivot moment. A pivot moment. A year ago, I believe his name is Tom. He was in his 40s. He was a strong man. Intelligent had his life together, he thought. Everything was great. He just, he just got married like a, a year earlier. And everything was fantastic. Then he had a pivot moment, and he had a stroke. He didn't plan on having a stroke. He didn't, he didn't think he, would, he was in danger of having a stroke. But the, he stood before me. He didn't stand because he couldn't stand. He sat in front of me with half of his face not able to really talk. And he would mumble. And, and it was like he, he was looking at me. He said, what happened to me? Can I tell you today that pivot moments come. The people that you don't, don't, this is where, this is where we're going to. The people that God puts in front of you tomorrow, he's put there for the reason to share him. Because no matter how much money you have, no how, how much intelligence, intelligence you might have, no matter how much, how much experience and education you might have, to help Tom out, you can't help him out. You can't. But there is something that you have that can. Because our life, our bodies, they're a vapor, right? I mean, 
they're here and then they're gone. They're withered as grass. I know this isn't the, the warm and fuzzy part of the gospel, but it's the truth. And God has declared today, I challenge you today, as, as we need that gap filler, you need to become a witness. You need in the morning, when you, I can feel hallelujah, when you seek his face, part of your everyday prayer is, Lord, give me the courage. I'm not asking for you, okay? You need to deal with your own self. I'm asking for me. Lord, give me the courage, all right? What do you mean, you, this big mouth guy, he, he needs to have courage to speak? Yeah, yeah, I do, all right? Because I get involved in my own life and go, oh, my life's just, I'm just going to go do this stuff, all right? And I, I know you guys don't do that. And, so, and then just before you know it, it's 8 o'clock at night, right? Lord, give me the courage that when you bring someone in front of me, that I'll stop my day. And I'll share with them the love of Christ, right? You'll fill that gap. You'll fill it. Does it mean that you're going to lead them to Christ that right then? Maybe, but maybe not. You're just going to tell them how much Jesus loves them. That's all you're going to do. Be a witness for who he is. You don't have to sit there and have all these degrees on the wall and say you're a Ph.D., a D.A.D., or whatever you want to call yourself, all right? But you can say that I've had an experience, hallelujah, with the king of glory, and he's done this to my life. Let me tell you, whoo, hallelujah, he can do the same for you. That's all you have to do. Just be the witness. Tell them. And I'll, I will tell you this. When you allow that to happen, you will find that tomorrow will be a little easier. And he'll give you a, a little harder task to go to. Maybe this person has had a bad experience in God. Maybe they've had. Maybe they, you know, maybe they came to church and they were broken, and they didn't, you know, they didn't have the right hair color, or, you know, I'm going to tell this story. This has nothing to do with church, but I'm going to tell it anyway. So last Friday, I wasn't feeling good. Uh, you know, my wife goes, oh, you might have COVID. You better go check it out, right? And she's a nurse, even though I want to go, okay, whatever. But she is a nurse, so maybe I should listen to it, right? So, so I go to CVS, okay, because CVS Oh, you can come here. We'll give you a free COVID exam. No problem. Right? So I come rolling in there, okay? And I'm like, okay, this happened. I'm standing about from, from you to me. And I go, she goes, how can I help you, sir? I go, well, um, I think I might have COVID. She goes, oh, you need to get out of here right now. And I go, well, I don't have any active symptoms. Well, we're in CVS here. You need to leave right now. I go, but, but are you are you supposed to help me? I mean, come, I'm going to take a test. I don't know, all right? And she goes, oh, no, 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 no. We don't do tests here, okay, on people who maybe really be sick, all right? So you need to go and leave, right? So, so I left, all right? And I told my wife, I said, listen, the, the look of horror was on that poor young lady's like I just had a bag of COVID and I was going to dump her over her head, okay? And she's like, oh, I dreamt about you. You were about the same height, okay? You were wearing that jacket too. That's probably what she was thinking, okay? But listen, so I left. So I said that story. It's a true story. It really happened. But, but 
people have come to this place. Not this, maybe just this church. And, uh, yes, we, we're a loving church, but yes, it's happened. And they sat in the back, maybe where Mike's at right now, and, and they just, they, maybe you've never done this. But when I started coming here, dude, I never showed up on time. Are you kidding me? No way. I always showed up late and I left early. Because, <laughs> see, God was, he was calling me. You, you have a similar, you have a similar testimony. God was calling me, but you know I was like that. Well, he might be calling. He's not calling me here. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, I got to be. No one knows me here. Yeah, that's a great thing, you know. And and before I knew it, I, I started showing up on time, and then now you can't get me to leave. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going, hey, we're going out to dinner, you know. We're going to BW3s, <laughs> I mean, stuff like that, okay. But, but trust me, there's people here. Maybe today, maybe you have arrived today. And I'm getting ready to close, I promise. That's number one, okay. I, I get three. Preachers get three, so I pass, I pass gate one, okay, all right. So, so <laughs> where did I even get that at? I, see, she, she can't even believe it either. <laughs> so, 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 I, but people are, Maybe you, you've come here today, and you know something's, something's calling your name. Something's calling you out. He's calling you out because he has something better for you today. He, he hears your brokenness in the middle of the night when you feel that you're all alone, but you're not. He stands with you. You might be here this morning, and, and you, you say, Brother David, you can see my life. These last three months, my life has just been like someone just hit it with a steamroller. It's all flat. There's no life to it at all. Can I tell you, I've been there, and he's the great breather. <laughs> Can someone say amen? He's the great breather. He breathes life into dead things. Dude, listen, it's happened to me more than once. Been dead. They wrote the, they, they wrote the, the funeral, whatever they call that. Uh, they, they wrote it. He's gone. Goodbye. See you later. He deserved it. But yet, he said, God said, no, no. No, I've got something more. I'm going to rebuild him. I'm going to give him his, hallelujah, I hope you're getting this. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give him his heart desires, not because who he is, because he's navaled it. Because of who I am. That's what he says. That's how much he loves you today. And all he wants you to do is be a witness. It doesn't matter where you're at. You might be in our program right now, and you're, you're wondering what tomorrow is going to bring. Be a witness to someone that's there, right? You might be going to a job, or, or you might bump into someone that you may have, haven't seen in 20 years. Trust me, it wasn't by accident. He's, he's had you bump into them for a purpose, to share the dynamic spirit that he is and that he loves them so much that he changed your day. He changed your day so that you would have an opportunity to be a witness for who he is. Won't you stand to your feet? Hallelujah. our special guest speaker today at Encounter. All of our guest speaker messages can be downloaded from our website, godenc.com. Messages from Bishop Michael Rice are freely available on iTunes. Find us on Facebook under Encounter.